Here's Brandon Snide. A tough weekend of sports no, in no, Wisconsin. No, 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 no. Your got lead, even worse. Your lead story is <laughs> that you met Simone Biles yeah. at the Packers game. She was nice. Good. She was there. All right, that's sports. <laughs> <laughs> that's all we got for that's you. All we <laughs> Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. What does Nansky say? Like measurable snow? Get so out of here. Maybe an inch or so? It's got one to three northwest of Milwaukee, about an inch around Milwaukee. Come on, Nisnansky. <laughs> Tighten that up. This yeah, week. <laughs> all those outfits under the big heavy coats. <laughs> yesterday, for those who trick-or-treated yesterday, not too bad. No, I thought yesterday was all right. A lot of I mean, costumes little, at the house. A little chilly, but that's all right. Certainly on the chilly side, but given what you're facing the next couple of days, no thank you. Uh, you heard at the top of the hour news, nine Republicans now officially in the race for president. Former Vice President Mike Pence suddenly announced he is dropping out of the race. The Bible tells us. But there's a time for every purpose under heaven. Traveling across the country over the past six months, I came here to say it's become clear to me, this is not my time. So after much prayer and deliberation, I have decided to suspend my campaign for president effective today. Now, former VP Pence speaking at the Republican Jewish Coalition event stunned the crowd, even organizers, with that untelegraphed announcement. Like uh, one of the organizers, I was reading one of the people who said I was with him backstage. He gave no allusion hmm. to this major announcement that was to come. Why now? Out Is of he... money. Okay. There Out of money go. and losing money. There's debt accumulating. And they were talking about the fact that, yeah, you could see it through on a limited campaign. But all the while, you know, eventually in some way, shape or form, you have to pay that back. Yeah. We have another debate coming up here in a couple of weeks, right? And was perilously close to not making right. that debate Correct. was Pence. Yeah. He did vow to stay involved. Now, I'm leaving this campaign, but let me promise you, I will never leave the fight for conservative values, and I will never stop fighting to elect principled Republican leaders to every office in the land. So help me God. Such as who? (laughs) Who are you going to help? So that immediately turns to the issue of endorsement. Not that it would shift a lot of votes since the former VP is dropping out because he didn't have any votes to give, really, right? But perhaps in the narrative, right, in the encouragement of conservatives to perhaps coalesce around an alternative to former President Trump, who, by the way, thinks Pence ought to endorse him. Because I had a great, successful presidency, and he was the vice president. Sir, he is not only not going to endorse you, he may be testifying against you in court. <laughs> oh my God. Interesting God. times Pick we me. live in. Could you imagine? I'm endorsing him. But I have to go to but court. But tomorrow too, I'm right? going to be in court. So speculation that it could be former UN ambassador Nikki Haley. Okay, I mean that makes sense, right? She's kind of the up and comer right now. DeSantis is kind of leveled off, where she's been on a an upward trajectory. One of the other picks, if yeah. it's not uh, Governor Santos, right? Uh, Here is Nikki Haley at a weekend event. He has fought for America, and he has fought for Israel, and we all owe him a debt of gratitude. So no word officially on an endorsement of yet, but we'll see. And more importantly, can other bottom polling Republicans be encouraged perhaps to drop out before Iowa, which is now just two and a half months away? Right. Here we go. 614 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. 
A tough weekend of sports no, in no, no, Wisconsin no, no, no. Your got lead, even worse. Your lead story is <laughs> that you met Simone Biles yeah. at the Packers game. She was nice. Good. She was there. All right, that's sports. <laughs> that's all we got for that's you. That's all we have. <laughs> oh, boy. That was a rough one. I don't Oof. have anything. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, Kirk Cousins tossed a couple of touchdown passes. The Packers' offensive struggles, they continue on. Minnesota goes into Lambeau Field, dominating the Pack for the 24-10 win on Sunday afternoon. We're down at eight. Love airs it out, looking for Reed. It's picked off. Josh Metellus with the interception. The call there on Fox Sports is Love through his only interception of the game, and with the loss, the Packers now losers of four straight games. That was uh, obviously tough to watch. Um, You know, just way too many mistakes, penalties, drops, not being able to convert on third down, conversely not getting off the grass on third down, struggles in the red zone. Uh, starting the game out, I want to say four three and outs. Um, yeah, it's hard to get into a rhythm offensively. Yeah, Matt, we can confirm those were all, <laughs> all, all of, of those. All were. things made that tough to watch. Yes. <laughs> all things made that tough to watch. After the game, quarterback Jordan Love speaking on his play so far this season. Yeah, no, I think uh, obviously not good enough. You know, it's been uh, uh, I think pretty average to to start. Um, you know, we got highs and lows. Myself, I got you know just too bumpy right now. I'm, I need to find consistency in my play. Um, where I'm able to make you know every play, um, go to the right place with the ball in every play, um, and it's you know it's got to be more consistent for me, and I think that's where I'm lacking right now. Next up for the Packers is a Week Nine matchup at home against the LA Rams. To the NBA, where things went from bad to worse for Wisconsin sports fans, the Bucks dropping an ugly one at home against the visiting Atlanta Hawks by a final score of 127 to 110. <laughs> <laughs> Damian Lillard, who led the season opener with 39 points, he finished with just six on two of 12 shooting. And some nights, you know, you, it's going to be your night, and, and sometimes you're going to have to trust the pass, just depending on how teams are playing you. And that's for everybody. It's for Giannis, for Chris, Malik, everyone. We we have it's, it's a collective thing, and we just got to trust each other and trust the pass and execute at a high level. Head coach Adrian Griffin there following the team's first loss of the season. The Bucs will be right back in action tonight as they host Miami. Coverage will get rolling on WTMJ beginning at 6 p.m. Now, the Bucs lost, Packers lost, but we did have good news. We did have something positive, I guess you could say. Okay. You ready for it? Yeah. And the home of the Dogs howling. <laughs> Singing the national anthem at the Pfizer Forum yesterday. Fi- uh, Flavor Flav. In case you didn't know, he he sang the national anthem. He does. He does. And it was like, on full display. Okay. So that was the positive then. That from was our Wisconsin sports yeah. weekend. <laughs> Badgers also lost. <laughs> yeah, thanks, thanks, so, that's all we got for you. Go home. <laughs> Wonderful night, Milwaukee Press Club honored seven local journalists with induction into the Media Hall of Fame, the event Friday evening. Caught up with our friend Gene Miller, 
himself yeah, he a Hall there. of Famer. Awesome. He does stuff. He's like a big timer at the press club yep. now. Oh, yeah. It's still contributing and still mm-hmm. very active there. Um, in fact, he was the person who got to call the, the honorees this year. A number of the people who were honored with the induction into the Hall of Fame said, yeah, well, Gene Miller called me and said, That's hey, cool. you've received this honor. So pretty cool. Talk with my friend and longtime colleague Susan Kim on Friday. Our interview with Susan is up at WTMJ.com and our podcast page if you want to hear it. She was among those inducted. This morning, though, I wanted to bring a couple other voices. Now, this is a guy you don't know. Andrew, well, a lot of folks do know him, but he's not publicly known, right, on He's on the other side of the camera in TV news. Longtime photojournalist at TMJ4 who not only made a career of shooting video, but, you know, the photographers have the job of breaking in all the new reporters at the time. All the young Vinnies of their day, eager and ready to go. Working with people, you know, you and I were in a Netflix film, right? The Avery stuff. The Avery stuff, you and I. But anyway. We've never been more famous. We've never been more famous. That's funny. My phone's never blown up more. Tripp and I were... Making a murderer. Yes, I was with Andrew oh, Triplett at the Avery Compound up in Manitowoc County, no kidding, on the day that he was released from prison for his wrongful conviction, which got the whole ball rolling yeah. and was later uh, convicted of the other homicide. But uh, So you see a lot of stuff, and it's the two of you together, photographer and reporter. So I asked Tripp, you know, everybody's got a camera now. Everybody can shoot video. You can edit video right there on your mm-hmm. phone. What about the art, right, of not just photography, but photojournalism? Since everybody's doing it, are we, are we losing the art? A picture is a thousand words shot by now a thousand people. But then there's still photographers. That means composition. That means lighting. That means making the image even greater. And that's something you got to learn. It won't come to you as a Christmas gift. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> Trip's on the wrong side of things. He should be in here. Absolutely. Right? So super grateful to all the all the years that I w- had an opportunity to work with him. It's a him, great person. Learn from him, right? Talk with Colleen Henry, longtime Ooh, investigative Channel reporter, 12, right? WISN 12. She used to bug me when we were out in the field because she was crushing it. You know, if you'd show up and she was on the story, you're like, mm, might, might get beat by Colleen today on this big story. First time I remember being with her on a story was during the pension scandal in Milwaukee County, and I asked her about that. The stuff that comes out of your mouth, you know? I mean, it's. But it didn't come out of everybody's mouth. It came out of yours because you had the courage to ask those questions. That might be true. I think I was also the kid, you know, like in school when I'd say the teacher would be going on and on and on, and I'd say, is that going to be on the test? <laughs> but she was. <laughs> That's a great question. Yeah. <laughs> In another way, you kind of liked when she was at the news conference because she would ask the question. She'd ask the blatant question. Yeah. Are you going to resign? Yep. That was the that was the question. Yep. There's Tom Amon up there. First time he's making any public statements about this pension scandal that's blowing up, announcing this person's going to resign and that thing. And, and he was taking no questions. Off the stage, he starts to go. And she just yells out, Tom, when are you going to resign? <laughs> it's like, Yeah. But I wasn't asking it. <laughs> Neither That's was anybody awesome. else. So congratulations to her. My friends from TMJ4, Andrew Triplett and Susan Kim. Also into the hall, Joy Cardine from Wisconsin Public Radio, Milwaukee Journal Sentinel's Rick Rommel, and posthumous awards to longtime Journal Sentinel staffers Robert Dye, photographer and, uh, sorry, reporter and photographer Alan Scott. Signing Unlimited, WTMJ News Time, 637. Bucks struggle in their second game of the season, but they're back at it again tonight. Brandon Snyder, Sports at 645. <laughs> when Bambi's mother died? Yes, it was very sad when the guy stopped drawing the deer. (laughs) 
Yes. All good, yes. man. All those You're good. Matthew Perry died over the weekend. He, of course, played Chandler Bing in Friends, just 54 years old. The L.A. County Medical Examiner tells ABC News on Sunday an autopsy was completed on Matthew Perry's body, but a cause of death was not determined, and now toxicology tests will be done. Getting those results can take a few weeks. Police sources tell us he was found unresponsive in his jacuzzi. Only a few nights earlier, he had posted a picture in that hot tub. Police sources tell us there were no signs of foul play or trauma. Alex Stone, ABC News, Los so Angeles. It wasn't that long ago he had come out with a book and he was telling Diane Sawyer and others that he had been taking 55 Vicodin a day. Uh, just was addicted as far as he could be addicted and then like tried to figure out how to help others with it even though he said there were times when he couldn't help himself he wanted to help others my life has gone to such low degrees with addiction Mm -hmm. that the lower the scale i go the more helpful i can be to other people who have gone so low that was on cbs there with stephen colbert so i found this fascinating did you know that he was in the whole nine yards it's actually a really good movie so he'd find success on the big screen with the whole nine yards. He joined one other actor, the only actors to have a number one movie and a number one TV series simultaneously. Michael J. Fox. Sure. Okay. Isn't that amazing? Right. I never would have guessed. When he was Spin City and what else would have come out at the time? Oh, I was Is thinking it, it was uh, Family Ties. Oh, and Oh, I suppose. Is that timeline right? Yeah, Back, Back to the, to the Future. future. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Pretty good. That's pretty good company right there. So, yeah, uh, Matthew Perry dying at the age of 54. 639 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Things intensifying in the Middle East with Israel increasing its ground incursion into Gaza. Still not full scale. But definitely escalating. Yes, IDF stepping up its air and ground attacks against Hamas over the weekend, launching continuous airstrikes and dispatching armored tanks into Gaza. ABC's Matt Rivers is in Tel Aviv. They've gone in at several points along the northern part of Gaza. We've seen them engage in firefights with Hamas fighters. I was down at that border. I can tell you it was a steady barrage of outgoing artillery fire. Uh, We heard Israeli jets flying overhead. A few seconds later, you'd see a massive explosion on the other side. I spoke with the Consul General of Israel to the Midwest, uh, a man named Yanam Cohen, who obviously has had a rough couple of weeks trying to coordinate, talk with folks over there, talk with people here. And he says the ultimate goal, of course, would be to have Gazans living without being under the regime of Hamas. He says if they could get one thing, that would be the one thing they want. I did also, when I chatted with him, had a really nice conversation. Asked him just how he's doing, you know, personally. And, and he thought for a moment and then had a very eloquent response. My feed in Facebook looks like one big funeral. All these faces names, stories of people that have been killed, massacred, babies, children, young adults. It is heartbreaking. My country has undergone the deadliest terror attack in its history, so of course it affects me personally, but I'm trying to be very focused on my mission here. It's uh, Council General of Israel to the Midwest, Yanam Cohen, talking about how it's been for Israelis and for Jews here at home since that terror attack so many weeks ago now. And he's based where is he? Is he's based he, here in the states. No, but like where, like mid, uh, Chicago, middle, like I Chicago, think is the main right? area. Yeah. yeah. And then does he travel around? I suppose. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Talking to people, trying to coordinate, uh, trying to spread the message of what they're trying to do over there. Uh, so a lot going on in his world, obviously. Six forty-four. Brandon Snide has sports coming up next.
time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Green Bay Packers lost their fourth straight game on Sunday afternoon, this time to the Minnesota Vikings by a final score of 24-10. The L.A. Rams are next up on the schedule for Green Bay. Game three of the World Series is all set for tonight. The series currently tied at one game apiece. will now shift to Arizona for the next three games. First pitch for tonight's game is set for 7 p.m. And lastly, the Milwaukee Bucks suffered their first loss of the season as they fall to the Atlanta Hawks by a final score of 127 to 110. The Bucks will look to bounce back tonight as the Miami Heat come to town. Tip-off is set for 7 p.m. with full coverage beginning right here on WTMJ starting at 6. It's time for Extra Points, a sports opinion commentary on Wisconsin's morning news. Here's Brendan Snide. Well, it's another week in Green Bay, and it's another week of more questions and head-scratching. After failing to get a first down until roughly three minutes left in the first half, the Packers' offense still looks like it's a unit that's trying to figure out what it wants to become. The only issue with that is now nearing the month of November. Drop passes, errant throws, penalties, misassignments, bad play calling, you name it, you get it. The excuses all season long for this team have been struggles that have been labeled because of their youth. They didn't have the experience. Experience. They didn't have the snaps. They needed the playtime. It was all part of this marvelous plan that was put into place by general manager Brian Gutenkins. It was a plan that also, over the summer, most Packer fans were ready to sign up for. Well, I think it's safe to say after week eight, those excuses are simply no more. Yes, this is a team that does not have a veteran leader of presence on the offensive side of the ball. But nonetheless, at some point, there needs to be growth. There needs to be some type of progression. We need to see something that gets us excited for the future, not regression. Every week cannot be the same story of, well, quote, they're just young. We need to be better. We have to take a look at the tape. No more. The next question can be, who does the problem start with? Who does it end with? And who is controlling it? And why is it being controlled in the manner it is being controlled? The answer to all of those questions is, well, I guess you could say everybody, but specifically head coach Matt LaFleur, offensive coordinator Adam Stenovich, and starting quarterback Jordan Love. Look, if you're a realistic fan, I think going into this season, you knew there were going to be some growing pains. I just don't think we all thought it would be this painful. Six fifty-two on Wisconsin's morning news, joined by our teammate from one hundred one seven The Truth, Telly Hughes, in the house. And when Telly walked in. One of the TV stations was playing Flavor Flav's outstanding rendition of the national anthem last Spe- night. Speaking of trick or treat, right? <laughs> was that a trick or a treat? Come on, help you me out here, guys. Didn't like it? <laughs> here, Brad, do you have Brandon played some of it earlier? You got a little yeah, bit of Yeah, absolutely. And the home of the brave of the brave. I mean, and hey, before we got to that, it wasn't good either. <laughs> <laughs> we, we broke telly. <laughs> I didn't I didn't know the times three, man. That, that's, <laughs> like we said, you already got paid, dude. Like, come on, man. Just end it. 
And we were talking about the worst national anthems. Flavor Flav, Roseanne Barr, or Carl Lewis. Eric right away said Carl oh, Lewis. Carl Lewis. <laughs> That's epic. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, he had Whoa. <laughs> Didn't Fergie have one in the All-Star game? Yes, the, she the was epic. Yes, where Draymond was... Green was just losing it. Yes, that was one for the ages, too. <laughs> that was one where, and I didn't I didn't see if we saw it in Milwaukee, but right, they were scanning, you know, the players are all out, you know, in their nice line, yeah. wait, watching, and there were scans, the tight shots yeah, of their reactions to Fergie with kind of the look around, like, is this, is this happening? Is this supposed to be like this? <laughs> because if you're you're a player or announcer or you're in arenas all the time, you hear national anthems almost every night, yeah, right? Yeah. So the only time it really stands out is if somebody's really bad. I mean, really good or really bad. Because right. most of the time, you know, the players are just getting ready. You know, it's 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 a formality. But when you hear something like that, you're like, Wait, what? Like, I mean, who thought that was a good idea? Flavor Flav did. <laughs> <I> mean, like, <laughs> End person, of list. <laughs> and I was telling my producer, uh, for Truth Be Told with DT and Telly, Ben Jammin, I said, can you believe they actually paid him for that? <laughs> he got paid. Like, who thought that was a good idea? So he said it was a bucket list yeah, item. That's he wanted right. to do it. Yeah. So now he got that off his list. I got a lot of bucket list items, but I don't think people will allow me to do them. Or pay you for <laughs> Or pay me to do them. What would it take to get you to sing the national anthem? Ooh, a whole lot of money. A whole could, lot. Could you do it? Absolutely not. Uh, I mean, this this voice is just for speaking, Eric. It's not for singing. <laughs> it's and not? No. Believe me, oh, if I could sing, do you think I'd be doing this? You know how much money we've made. You know, <laughs> I would much rather be a top hit Artists, uh, R&B artists, but no, that was not in my cards. All the performing my kids have done, and I got two daughters who are musical. I mean, one's going to school for music theater, but both she and younger sister have performed the national anthem at the football game in Greendale. Wow. And as all the stage shows, all the stuff they've ever done, I don't know that I've ever been more nervous for them than in that moment because there's so much value added. There's so much emotion in that presentation. Mm -hmm. And being on the field with, you know, then when they were doing it, you're just like, my first thing is don't forget the words. Yeah. Just, you know, yeah. everything else is extra after that. Don't forget the words. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when they're coming close. I'm sure they love that when dad tells them that right before they walk out. I don't. I don't. I don't, <laughs> don't want to put that in their heads. But, yeah, our, our youngest just did it the other night. She was fantastic. Wow. Well, now the anxiety and pressure goes down. <laughs> Your, your daughter can perform at Fiserv, and you know she's going to be better than <laughs> So, hey, you're like, hey, like, go knock it out, man. You're good. Can't be worse than this. Can't do worse than that. Telly, show up next at 7 o'clock. Great to see you, my friend. Good to see you guys. Business headlines are up next. They're sponsored by Old National Bank. Get old. Here's the Milwaukee Business Journal's Linda Spice. Group RMC plans more renovations for its downtown Chase Tower. It is working to attract new tenants, and updates completed in 2023 included a new fitness center and a shared tenant lounge with a fireplace. A new NAFNAF Middle Eastern Grill comes to Greenfield near Southridge Mall in 2024. It will be the third NAFNAF Grill in the state, along with those in Brookfield and Madison. The Village of DeForest asked state planners for a larger highway interchange with Wisconsin's first Bucky's planned for 2024. The Texas retailer is expected to boost tourism traffic and could attract new stores, restaurants, or hotels west of the interchange at Highway V. I'm Linda Spice with MilwaukeeBusinessJournal.com on News Radio WTMJ.
Old National Bank. I just got your home equity loan and this feeling of like joy and exhilaration overcame me. Yeah, it's a phenomenon we call getting old. Wow, so I'm not the only one? No, small business owners feel it with expansion loans. Families feel it when they're setting up trusts in 529s, nonprofits who need financing to help the community, and anyone who needs investment advice. They all feel it. So it's not just me? No, you're in a pretty big club. Like a club I can join? I really don't. Is there at least a secret handshake? Old National Bank, where relationships and results matter. Old National. Get old. Member FDIC. Eric Bilstead here for Tri-County Contracting. We have snow in the forecast tomorrow. Sure it's do. getting to be the winter season here in the next couple of weeks and months, and that means you got to start thinking about next year. What's your plan? You thinking about a new roof? Is that in your cards? Is that in your future? Well, now's the time to jump on the website, tricountycontractingwi.com. Tricountycontractingwi.com. Get on there now. Start thinking now. What I Like I always say, if you're thirsty, that means you're already hydra- dehydrated. You got to drink. You got to get this. You, really, we need to work with this. Get it down. It's your saying. <laughs> My saying is, if you are thirsty, it means you're already dehydrated. So you have to drink ahead of time okay. to stay hydrated. Now you got to start it. thinking about your roof before you wait for the problems to spring. There you, you go. Right? All you right, don't want good. the leaks and all that stuff. You got to think about it ahead of time. There you go, Chuck. Try- you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Solid read for you today. Chuck, you'll appreciate that one. TriCountyContractingWI.com. TriCountyContractingWI.com. Hey, Sandy Max here. I've been telling you all summer about my friends at Three Pillars, Wisconsin's top-rated continuing care retirement community located in beautiful Dousman. Three Pillars is offering a free CNA training program for adults 18 and over starting November 6th. You get $15 an hour during training, then $21 an hour after successful completion of the course. It's a great entry into an unbelievable career making a huge difference in the lives of others. Find out how you can learn from and work with the best in Wisconsin at threepillars.org. That's threepillars.org. So I came to Advent because I was experiencing recurrent sinus infections. As a new mom, it was really kind of difficult. Many of our patients.